Hey, welcome back to E Crime Bites. This is season two, episode 10. We're on the concluding act number four, the plea. And this is with Dutch and Razzlecon. They stole a bunch of money from Bitfinex. Then they laundered some of it and they tried to launder a lot more. They got caught. There was a search warrant that happened. The law enforcement searched their $1.6 million condo on 75 Wall Street and found a ton of phones, burner phones, things with the words burner phone written on the bag. They found that in their apartment. They found uh, cryptocurrency, cold storage wallets. They found all sorts of incriminating things. And now we are in Act 4, which is the plea. So at this point in time, which is January 31st, 2022, so just a little over a year ago, the government finally seizes the main wallet for S. And that's why I told you to remember that number at very beginning, Act 1. Wallet for S was that wallet that Dutch took all the Bitcoin from Bitfinex and put it into that wallet before he went and then tried to launder it further from there. So that had the lion's share of the money in it because they hadn't laundered all of it. Now, originally, he stole 119,754 Bitcoin. There was some of it that was laundered out, but there was 94,636 Bitcoin left in it. So a lot of Bitcoin. So the seized amount at the time was worth 3.6 billion. And that was even slightly more than Jimmy Zong stole. So what was left over was even more than what Jimmy Zong stole. I thought that just was just so we're clear, forgetting what the valuation was, you know, in 2022, but even in 2016, they had spent tens of millions of dollars relatively of their Bitcoin. If they stole 71 million, they spent like 10 or 20 million of it. I don't know what you're asking me. I'm just saying like, they this, spent this Bitcoin. Yeah, they spent a ton. I mean, it's like they spent 20,000 Bitcoin. Ish. Right. So you can do the math on what that, you know, that's a lot of money. It's millions and millions of dollars. It's way beyond the 1.6 uh, that they had spent on that apartment. Oh, yeah. They spent they spent money. I They'd had to spend money other places. And that's going to be one of my final thoughts at the end, too, which is where they probably should have spent more money. Um, so on July 20th of 2023, so just recently this year, the couple's finally charged. And this took me a while to research because I could not wrap my brain fully around it, which is they only charge them with money laundry conspiracy and conspiracy to defraud the United States. Nothing, nothing in there is the actual hack to get the billions of dollars that they now have, which I just thought was amazing I, I didn't have a reason for it. i couldn't find a reason for it. i didn't see anybody mention it but it was just kind of like it never happened you know I, I mean it happened in the fact that they got money but it never was something that they prosecuted and so with all this money that they stole you can imagine i explained to you it's been laundered a bunch of different places they didn't keep it all in that 4s wallet so the government wants to get all the money and so they started listing all the different places that they know about that razzle Khan and dutch stored their money and there could be even more and seth's going to go through um just kind of conceptually where they stored their money it was spread out 
So the government had to unwind where all this laundered uh, cryptocurrency went, right? We know there was around 94,000 and change in Bitcoin, and that was seized from wallets recovered from their online storage. But there was a lot of other stuff. So there was also 117,000 in Bitcoin cash, and there was fees involved in that. There was 117,000 uh, Bitcoin in Satoshi version, I'm not even sure what that is, but it's a different form of Bitcoin. There was 118,000 and change in Bitcoin gold. So I guess Bitcoin has several subtype of uh, types of crypto. There was 29,000 in a currency called Monero. Never heard of that. Um, they found well, we stolen currency. Was that Keith? We've talked about Monero. Um, gosh, uh, I think it was like Twitter hack or something. They kept trying to use Monero, thinking it was going to be more secure. And then the law enforcement I recall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. actually was still able to trace them. <laughs> right. There were several virtual currency amounts seized from different types of wallets. One had 4,500 in USD. One had uh, about 6,600 um, in AAVE. Not familiar with that. So 13.8 Ethereum. So it's a mix of actual, you know, value and plus different cryptocurrencies. What else we got here, Jones? There was less than one um, 0.879 of Curve DAO tokens uh, from another wallet or another uh, address. There was uh, almost two million in Tether, which uh, I'm not familiar with as well. There was that was part of a um, liquidity pool. There was various amounts in various liquidity pools. There was a sorted U.S. This is my favorite. There was a sorted U.S. and Canadian gold coins excavated, which means they were buried somewhere at a location in California known to the defendants and the government. They don't give you where. That's really, really interesting. But wait, there's more. We have about 2,800, or is that 2 million? No, 2,800 in Bitcoin. Um, there was 12,000 in additional Bitcoin from different wallets. That was all found in Wall Street. Um, another 1,155 Bitcoin also on Wall Street from other wallets. There was another 901,000 in USDC. I'm not familiar with what that is. This is all down in, in their Wall Street address. There was another 290,000 in USDT as well from a different wallet. Another 5,900 in USDT from yet another wallet. There was about a thousand in, there was uh, over a thousand and also USDT. There was oh, 17. Over a million. Right. It's over a million. Excuse me. There was 17 okay. million in USDC cryptocurrency. So those are probably worth, obviously, than one to one. 3,500 in Yearn Vault and approximately $228,000 seized in cash from the JP Morgan bank account number. There was additional Bitcoin, a little almost eight Bitcoin from another wallet. I mean, this was all over and this continues on. There was 1,700 in Ethereum. There was 264 more in Bitcoin. There was 352,000 seized from a Wells Fargo bank account. There was 0.196 Bitcoin from a different wallet. I mean, I'm sure he had reasons for keeping, you know, these really minute amounts. Another 1,400 in Ethereum. Another 1.86 in Ethereum. This is interesting. There was over 2.4 
million dollars seized from um, a smaller bank called Signature Bank. That's from Flagstar. There was another thousand in WETH, WETH, which is another um, cryptocurrency. Again, all this was seized from 75 Wall Street. And so when I talked earlier about stuffing money anywhere he could stuff it in order to try to launder it, that list right there should give you a flavor of the work that they had to go through to take this money and put it in all these different spots to try to make it look like normal funds coming through, you know, different means. And it just, it, there's money left over still in the 4S account, the lion's share that they still haven't laundered. So that list that we read to you is actually kind of a smidge of the actual heist at the beginning. So August 3rd, 2023 uh, we're recording this today is september 26th so this just happened razzlecon and dutch plead guilty so razzlecon pled guilty to one count of money laundering conspiracy and one count of conspiracy to defraud the u.s according to the paperwork it says she's looking at about five years max for that charge now dutch who Looks like he's charged sort of under the same thing. It's a slightly different law, but it has the same wording to the title, which is just another money laundering law. It's just slightly different. The difference is his is a 20 year max. So we don't know what they're going to get yet because they haven't been sentenced. So we're just waiting on sentencing and hopefully one of these days we'll be able to have an update on what happened with Dutch and Razzlecon. Any predictions from your side, Seth, on what I mean, hit? we've definitely seen kind of a huge spectrum of what, you know, some of these defendants get, you know, and it's not necessarily directly related to how much money, but sometimes it is, you know, we know Jimmy Zong stole a lot, but he also gave it back and willingly helped with the authorities. We have no such information that Razzlecon and Dutch were in any way, you know, uh, contrite or trying to actually help, you know, refund the money. Um, and clearly they were thinking a lot more about, well, what would happen if we got caught? So they can't say they were just trying to fit in or, you know, had other social issues like Jimmy Zong. So it's not a fair comparison. I think she's going to get the max. I think she's going to get close to it. I mean, maybe it's her first time. Uh, I also suspect that they'll never, they'll never obviously, uh, report this in the court paperwork, but she may flip on him. Um, or maybe reverse, maybe he flips on her. And in an effort to get, you know, not 20 years, but seven years or something where he still has a, a, a life left in front of him, because I'm not convinced that she was a much smaller part of this. I think he was the brains behind it, but I think she had the social media um, and the very, very G-rated or that's not the right word, Q-level celebrity status to actually, you know, she had built up some companies, legitimate or not, to help launder the money. So I wouldn't be shocked if he flipped on her to for him to get a lower amount. And, um, you know, maybe they flip on each other. I don't know. I'd say that she's know. probably going to get closer to the max. I think he'll probably cut a deal and probably get a lower amount. She's a rapper and she's hard. She may not flip on him. You, you never know. I mean, five, five years, I think almost kind of sounds doable, but if he's facing 20, I, I don't see him getting 20, but I could see him getting close to maybe high 10 ish maybe maybe in the middle because they we'll said fight. he was doing stuff as a kid so they know that he had crimes before this whereas razzlecon i couldn't see anything in there that said she ever did anything else bad other than help her husband 
launder money after he had it from Bitfinex. Yeah, I mean, the fact that there was so, look, they could have broken this down into individual counts and, you know, had thousands of of criminal, you know, counts against them, right? So that's super inefficient. Um, and at some point it becomes silly because, you know, to try that, you know, and they have to consolidate it. So I, I think that the, maybe the plea already happened. I'm not sure how much they're going to get. I think she's going to get close to the max. I think the judge is going to realize that that was a serious consolidation of crimes. So I think she's going to get close to the max. He may not get 20, but he's certainly no uh, no angel. I think he'll probably get at least 10 to 15. That's probably accurate. All right. So we're at the end of our episode here. Just a few thoughts from Seth and I. I'll go first. So what I thought, there were many interesting things in this case, but from a legal standpoint, one of the interesting things I thought was they didn't charge him with the hack. I don't know why. As a computer person, I can only guess that maybe they just didn't have enough computer evidence to show that it was him. I don't know. So another thought is <laughs> this is yet another rapper like Big Rig Baby did not spend enough of her proceeds on her craft of rapping. Because as we said, go watch her videos. Oh my God, they're so badly at They look like how I remember videos, how we used to edit them in the 90 on VCR tapes, except digital and on YouTube. They're, they're horribly bad. So here again, the forfeiture was on par with Jimmy Zong. We're talking billions of dollars, but I thought as a character, Jimmy Zong was a little more likable. You know, I learned a little more about his defense and um, some of the struggles that he went through. And that wasn't um, really forefront in the case when I went through the documents here. And lastly, Razzlecon is such a great name that I feel like we're going to be using it in future episodes. And we did tell you it's spelled K-H-A-N. And you kind of feel like it should be spelled C-O-N at the end of this episode, right? She can update it once she does some time and give her some street cred. I agree. I think Razzle Khan is my all-time favorite rap name at this point. So as, as bad of a rapper as she is and as terrible of a criminal in person she is, great fucking name. <laughs> it's a fantastic rap name. All right. So how do you reach us? We have a website, Eat Crime Bites. Bites is spelled the computer way, B-Y's in yellow milk, T-E-S. All our social media is across the top there, or it's hidden under that button that's up in the top there. Please, whatever you're on, like and subscribe. If you're on Apple Podcasts, five-star review, and then just type in whatever episode was your favorite. That lets us kind of tally what people like the most, and I can aim more episodes that way. Lastly, I want to give you a preview of next week. Oh, this is, this is quite the image, Seth. Now, I'm going to read you the title, and then I'm going to... I'm going to give you my explanation on the picture. And the audio people are probably like, what the hell are they talking about? Video people are like, where did you get that picture? The title is Instagram influencer Danielle Miller's $1 million COVID load and fraud. So since she's an Instagram influencer, there's obviously a ton of pictures of her out there. So I went to her Instagram and just picked one in the middle. And it's her and another lady, ironically, practicing social distancing during COVID while we talk about her COVID loan fraud. If you can't audio listeners, if you don't know what she's doing based upon that, I invite you, you're going to have to go, you're going to have to go check out the video or go to our website and click on one of these thumbnails because we have those two young ladies together, not practicing social distancing, but it's, you know, it's PG 13. 
So with that, I hope you come back because this this is a crazy just I don't know what it is. It's like this case is a very crazy case of what she does, sort of like Mr. Bryant from a few episodes ago in order to con people out of money to make it look like she's rich on Instagram. And it's a pretty interesting story. So I hope you come back for that and we will see you next week. Thanks. Bye.